This is a HeadGum Podcast. Thanks for listening to No Joke with Billy and Adam on the HeadGum Podcast Network, the least topical podcast on the internet. Today's topic was the 2003 Teen Choice Awards. We hope you enjoy the No Joke Podcast. Okay, welcome back. It is the No Joke Podcast. I am Billy Scafiori. I am Adam Lustig. And folks, I've got some good news and I've got some bad news. Billy, start with the bad news. Start with the bad. The bad, as Adam wants to hear first for some odd reason, is (laughs) that your boy is no longer viral. (laughs) The viral, as we all know, the the sort of life cycle of an online virus uh, is quick. It's quick. She comes and she goes. It was a, I wouldn't even call the experience quick. It was two and a half days of bliss. It was pure (laughs) bliss where I would open up my social media devices and all of my little notification flags would have numbers like 13 next to them. Love that. Double ditch. Oh, yeah. And then Amir warned me that at some point you're going to start getting some soggy faves. Some so- sorry, was that soggy faves? That's right, soggy faves. Because what I, makes a fave so soggy? Well, I don't know exactly. It just kind of came out, but <laughs> I know what a hot fave looks like. And when they're coming in like? hot and heavy, it's like, oh, these yep. are some great faves. But then two yeah. and a half days later, when yeah. all of the check marks have stopped retweeting, your tweet Correct. has been seen by anyone who would be seeing it in the first place. It yep. all goes away, and you miss those days where your notification flags say thirteen next to them. But sometimes yep. they say two, and those two are just some soggy faves hanging soggy. around. They're just sort of they, – they're like way late to the party. In mm-hmm. internet terms, mm-hmm. if you're faving a viral tweet two to three days later, it might as well be five years later. Yeah. You're way late to the game. But we still soggy. want those soggy faves. So if you haven't already faved or retweeted my viral tweet that we spent 45 minutes talking about last episode, get, get there, there and give me your soggy fave. <laughs> We'll take it. Sopping wet doesn't matter. Bone dry. A fave is a fave is a fave. A fave is a fave is a fave. So that's the bad deuce. <laughs> exactly. The good news is that I received 44,000.9 faves. Damn, 44.9? Billy, you were hoping to get to 40. You cleared it with flying colors. With, that's incredible. It's a lot of soggy. I'm not going to lie, that, but soggy we'll stacks. Soggy. Yeah, we're stacking Stocks. soggy. Soggy stacks. Mm-hmm. We're stacking soggy faves, and the goal is to get to a poetic... 45,000 because we Beautiful. dunked on 45. Amen. <laughs> Amen. Amen. Any more secret uh, verifieds that, that creep into your mentions at all or creep into your faves? Be yeah, so I've not? still been checking about eight seconds. Every eight to ten seconds I'm hitting refresh. <laughs> okay. But now the verifieds are more like um, you hit it and you're like, are you going to be a yogi with 400,000 followers? But it's yep. more often than not, it's like WAPO correspondent. Yeah, but mm-hmm. that's pretty good, though. That's yeah, pretty good. not all WAPO correspondents are built the same. True. No disrespect. Some WAPO no correspondents disrespect. have 1,700 followers. Other WAPOs have 400K. We need those 400K Amen. whales, but we're getting the 1,700 WAPOs. 
That's okay. You can get a little, a little mini whale in there. That's fine. That's fine. Soggy or not, that's okay. Yes. So that's where the, I'm. What at. I, that's my what good I, news. What bag. I find to be what I find to be the sort of like in my minimal viral experience. What I find to be the, the sort of the, the sloppy verified the so, sorry soggy verifieds mm. are like people with like twenty five point one k followers and they're following twenty three point nine k and it's just like are you a business bot? What are you? <laughs> there is something to be said for getting followed out of the blue by a blue check mark and you're like well i did something right and then you look and it's like they followed four hundred thousand people oh. like what have i been doing wrong that it took this long for you to find me <laughs> exactly um so uh, but um, just another round experience. of uh, another round of congratulations once again just to put a kind of period on it not that there's a period on a viral that lives on forever but uh well done billy uh the president was well zinged mm-hmm. and you got him you got, got him. him ladies you and gentlemen him. we got him you got him. We got so, him. So well, well done. Well, well tweeted. Well quote. Well yes. done. Um, yep. I take your well done, and I take your hearty congratulations, and I pivot that into others who receive, uh, who deserve to receive, I should say, hearty yes. congratulations. And these are the winners of the 2003 Teen Choice Awards. If you thought we weren't going to dive back into the Nickelodeon Teen Choice Award oeuvre, you are soggily mistaken, because here we are. And here's something that uh, probably won't surprise you. I'm not confident, Adam, that we (laughs) haven't already done the 2003 Teen Choice Awards. Holy crap, we have done a 2003-something. Oh, Is it worth no. checking in this moment, or do we just plow forward with our heads down and our eyes up? We will, we will plow forward in the act break. Let's live in the reality in which we haven't done this episode before. And if we have done this episode before, what an oddball choice to not realize in advance. I could see a world in which we do something like sports or like movies and it's like wait we already did that and we forgot but if it's the specific 2003 teen choice awards recap we have officially lost our minds we've lost our marbles and our marbles are not returning to thine brains so this is how it's going to work adam is going to cover the movies department for the 2003 teen choice awards i will cover cover some choice musical artists and collectively we will all travel back in time to 2003 to see where pop culture was and where pop culture was going I love that. And again, just for the record, 2003 puts both Billy and I firmly out of the teen category. Mm -hmm. So I can promise you that this was not an award show I was watching, interested Mm -hmm. in, and dare I say, even aware that it was happening at the time. Do you think that, before we get into it, Adam, and I don't want to get sidetracked too far, but you have to be 18 years old to vote um, in an election in America. Do you think that the Teen Choice Awards are, you have to be less than 18 years old to vote (laughs) for it? It should be. That's exactly how it should work. I hope that it is that. There's plenty of rides at an amusement park where you have to be this tall to go on it, but I'd like to see a ride where it says you must be this short to go on it. If you're taller than this, you are not allowed. What are you doing here? Go get a beer. If yes. you're taller than this, go get a beer. That's right. Um, if uh, No, I, I'm totally with you. I hope that the Teen Choice Award voting uh, laws, and they should be laws codified in, in law, uh, I hope it's 17 and under. Okay. I hope I do hope it's 17 and under. I, can't, I, I don't know if it is, but I really hope it is. All right. So let's move along under that reality that 17-year-olds voted for these categories. Adam, is there a category in the movies department from the 2003 Teen Choice Awards that you'd like us to maybe put a light on out the gate? Yeah. Well, I just want to start with one of the big guns here. Mm-hmm. Uh, and I want to go with uh, choice movie actor in a drama or action movie. Movie best actor in a drama or action movie. Mm-hmm. Now, Billy, I'm going to read you the nominees, and I just want to get your thoughts, and, and maybe you can guess a winner. Okay. 
So we have, oh, sorry, but this is personal for you, Elijah Wood, your Trader Joe's nemesis, <laughs> nominated for... <laughs> Nominated for Lord of the Rings, The Two Towers. Mm -hmm. So, so, so Billy, sorry again, Elijah. Yep. Um, We have Keanu Reeves in The Matrix Reloaded. Okay. We have Hugh Jackman in X2, X-Men United, all sequels so far. Okay. All sequels. Okay. 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 We have Elijah Wood, Keanu Reeves, Hugh Jackman, Colin Farrell in Daredevil and Phone Booth, two movies, one nomination. Okay. Uh, we have another two movie nominator, uh, Vin Diesel in XXX, and a movie was apparently made called A Man Apart. I hope so he, he wins. was nominated for both of those. Mm-hmm. We have Nick Cannon in the movie Drumline. Sure, good movie. Petey Pablo. Uh, really good. Petey Pablo, yeah. <laughs> uh, we have uh, Ben Affleck, also from the movie Daredevil, mm-hmm. and Eminem, aka Marshall Mathers, in Eight Mile. Your boy so, is going with Eminem. Marshall Mathers playing the role of Rabbit in 8 Mile. Final answer. I have great news for you. Ding, ding, ding. That is correct, Bill. He was he was the he man. Was he was, he was untouchable. He could have opened a restaurant and won a James Beard Award in 2003. <laughs> he could do no wrong. Eminem was just, like, otherworldly. And it's funny that, like, he has... It's, it's Now that you say that, he was so compelling in that movie. And, like, so much about Eminem is so... Like, he is, like, a sort of living myth. Like, mm-hmm. he's really amazing for all these reasons. But it almost surprises me that he didn't do a movie since... That he hasn't done a movie since then. Like, hmm. he didn't really do more movies after that. And that yeah. kind of surprises me. I, that's kind of... that's I think that's admirable. I think more people uh, should take that. Where it's like, hey, you did something <laughs> well once. Stop. <laughs> stop. Stop. Let us... Like, leave us on the high note. Leave you us. Leave us want... Yeah, leave us wanting more. Adam, it's my turn. We're going to the okay. music categories just to oh, a wet our whistle. Let's start with yes. choice female artist. Okay. Choice female artist. We have Kelly Clarkson. Christina okay. Aguilera. Right. Beyonce. Naturally. Missy Elliott. Oh, my God. Nora Jones. Ooh. Avril Lavigne. Okay. Jennifer Lopez. And The Color Pink. The Color Pink. (laughs) Okay. Adam, who do you think in 2003 was uh, the queen amongst queens? Well, here's my here's my first initial thought. Beyonce is obviously the queen amongst queens, and it would almost feel too, almost something like too obvious to me to say Beyonce. Hmm. Like like something like almost feels too obvious. She's like, probably I mean, coming like, off of Crazy in Love around now. The Pink yeah, Panther I guess that's movie, true, huge. I mean, massive. Crazy in Love was massive, and Beyonce in general has never not been massive. But mm-hmm. something is pulling me towards KellyClarkson.com. I'm just being pulled towards Kelly Clarkson. I know that teens love Kelly Clarkson. They mm-hmm. she was obviously. American Idol winner, America's Sweetheart, has mm-hmm. all those absolute banger pop tunes. I don't know when Since You've Been Gone came out, but that was mm-hmm. like one of the best pop songs in history, basically. All right, so your vote so, is your vote is Kelly Clarkson. We are recording this today on September 4th, which is, which is an interesting day related to Kelly Clarkson. I think it was 20 years oh. ago today, on the day, she became America's Idol. And oh. I will also say that 20 years from that date, she was correctly identified as... Top really? choice artist Get from 2003's Teen what Choice Awards. That? Look at that. Okay, she, now she, we're on a roll here. She took out some absolute studs. Missy Elliott, Nora Jones, every orthodontist's favorite musical, every orthodontist's yeah. office favorite musical artist. It's tough. It's tough when you have like um, a banger from Missy Elliott and then it's come away with me with in me. a cloud. <laughs> How did Nora Jones get in there? I thought that was at least adult contemporary 45 and up. I didn't know that was 17 and under. <laughs> True. No. 
<laughs> I, for, the seven, just, for the 17 yeah. year olds who hang out in cafes and just like wear berets and read big books and only have access to their parents cds come away yeah. with me in a cloud what do you say adam we um we honor those 17 year olds who voted yes. enough to get Nora jones onto the 2003 teen choice awards by playing come away with me in parentheses in a cloud i'm not sure about that last part <laughs> and we'll be right back yeah. with more no joke great Welcome back to the Nocho Podcast. That was every teen's favorite pop star, Nora Jones. With jazzy. Come away with me. Jazzy. <laughs> so jazzy. Definitely. In, in the Sarah the Glock McGlockle oh world, for oh sure. Oh my God. <laughs> Sarah the Glock McGlockle, folks. 
<laughs> so definitely in that mold of the Idiot, clock. I thought you were a cloud. <laughs> Always clouds. <laughs> Always clouds. Uh, uh, now, I have uh, some, some breaking news regarding the cliffhanger of Act 1, Billy. Oh, um, no. I'm we a little nervous. <laughs> we were wondering together whether or not we have literally done an episode about the literal 2003 Teen Choice Awards, and I have some news. On January 18th, oh, 2019, no. <laughs> no. so more than a year and a half ago, oh, no. <laughs> we did no. the no. Teen no. Choice Awards no. from the year no. 2004. No, 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 no. no. Oh, <laughs> you fooled me. <laughs> 2004 Teen Choice Awards, so we have not touched the 03. We are recording so a podcast, so you just have to believe me because I know you can't see me, but I actually started sweating. <laughs> I don't know how I can prove it to you other than by the goodwill that I've contributed over the first 233 episodes, but I started sweating when Adam started counting. Okay, so with that, Adam, we are at the 2003 Teen Choice Awards. We've already yes. visited the 1999 Teen Choice Awards, and we've just found out that we visited the 2004 <laughs> Teen Choice Awards. Correct. So we're in the clear. Adam, was there another choice movie moment from 2003 to take us back? Okay, here we go. We're going to go horror. Best movie, horror, mm. or thriller. Okay? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Choice movie, horror, thriller. So we have Signs, M. Night Shyamalan's movie Signs, um, which, personal editorial, was one of the worst movies I've ever seen in my human life so far. All right. Um, well, you were we over have... 17 years old, so you weren't allowed to True. contribute that vote. Go on. True. We have the movie Red Dragon, which was, I believe, in the Hannibal Lecter oeuvre. Mm-hmm. Uh, we have a movie called Identity. <laughs> <laughs> There's always a few movies called Identity, <laughs> or like Salvation, Yep, Corruption, exactly. The Inquisitor. Oh, The Inquisitor, Identity style. Mm-hmm. So this one is, uh, so we have Signs, Red Dragon, Identity. We have House of a Thousand Corpses, that crazy Rob Zombie movie. Oh, we have yeah. Final, Final Destination 2. Mm-hmm. We have a movie called Dreamcatcher. We have a movie called Darkness Falls, okay. and we have the movie The Ring. Okay. So once again, that's Signs, Red Dragon, Identity, House of a Thousand Corpses, Final Destination 2, Dreamcatcher, Darkness Falls, and The Ring. So I'm going to go with The Ring, though I like Final Destination 2 in second position. Okay. Final answer, Billy? Final answer. You're correct. Congratulations. Holy crap. We really knew 2003. I guess this was our year. <laughs> do you remember when that Rob Zombie movie, uh, House of a Thousand Dead Corpses, came out? Uh, do you do. remember seeing that in Blockbuster? Uh, uh, in Blockbuster? Oh, I don't know if I saw it like in a video store. Why? Was it like... Well, I just remember like- I had seen it like on the cover of DVDs or VHSs, and I was like, when I look at this, I'm Satan. Yeah, exactly. I think it wants you to be Satan if you look at it. Yeah, and I was like a little too young or something or sheltered. Like when I looked at it, I was like, and now I'm Satan. So and now uh, I'm Satan, I guess, accidentally. Yeah. yeah. So is he an actually scary guy? You think when Rob Zombie like gets out of the shower at, I don't know, 8.15 in the morning, do you think that he's actively scary in that moment? I don't think so. I think he's probably just like, um, I don't think so. I can't even believe that. I would love to know his real last name. It's probably mm. just like Schmenderhorn. Mm. You, don't um, think it's like, you don't think it's like Glomby? <laughs> and he was like, you know what? That is really, really that's close so, to a scary so, thing. 
I'm going to devote my whole life and build my entire public image around the fact that my last name sounds like zombie. Yeah, I can imagine a like third grade Rob Glomby who is just having a hard time just standing out amongst his peers, just can't be seen. And then one day, Halloween, puts on some white face paint, some scary sort of wig. And he yep. said, today I'm not Rob Glomby. Classmates, I'm Rob Zombie. I'm Zombie, and, and it stuck. Exactly, that nickname and stuck. stuck. And then when fourth grade came, he surprised us, all of his classmates, on day one, yeah. wearing that same face paint and wig and saying, no, no, I am now Rob Zombie 24 7. Exactly. Um, it's like Kiss. It's like people who have, who like commit to the makeup and to the persona. Mm-hmm. Uh, it's really, it's really good. Anyway, you nailed that. I don't know how. Did you see the movie The Ring? I don't know if I actually ever saw The Ring. Yeah, to I be still honest. don't. Yeah, you I saw, think that, like, no, I haven't seen it. Uh, I've just like heard enough people talk about it where it's like, yeah, I could probably get by with saying I've seen it and not. You know, I'm exactly. sure people will be like, I assume you've seen The Ring. I know that a young woman crawls out of a TV screen and it spooked a lot of people. Yeah, because I think the whole idea was that, like, isn't the premise of the movie, like, if you're mailed a videotape and if you watch the video, then within eight days you die or Mm. something like that was, like, the hook. Mm. And then I remember the marketing of the movie was, like, they would send – they were, like, sending around VHS tapes. And it was, like, cool – it was, like, very cool sort of viral marketing, speaking of virals. Sounds like attempted murder if you ask me. Yeah, exactly. Hmm. Um, All right, Billy. Hit me. All right, Adam. Let's go back into the world of music real quick. Oh, I'm noticing that I've received some text messages from your mother while we are oh, recording this episode. Okay. Just loving that. Coming from every direction. I got Lustics to the left of me. I've got yes. Lustics to the right of me. <laughs> all right. Let's go down to... All right. Let's, let's challenge you a little. Okay. Choice, choice rock group. Oh, boy. Okay. In 2003. We have The White Stripes. Oh, yeah. We have Sum 41, who was kind of pop punk. They rapped yes. a little bit. Yep. No no doubt. Okay. Linkin Park, Scream Rock. Okay. Coldplay, Piano Rock. Oh, there we go. Audio Slave. Don't know what that is. Great. <laughs> three, do- <laughs> three Doors Down. Stop with that. Oh, no, I will not stop with that. <laughs> and finally, Not Bad Charlotte, Not Great Charlotte, Good Charlotte. <laughs> <laughs> okay, can you give me can you give me a, a, a lightning round rundown of the nominees? White Stripe, Sum Forty One, yeah. No Doubt, Lincoln Park, Coldplay, yeah. Audio Slave, Three Doors Down, Not Bad Charlotte, Not Great Charlotte, Good Charlotte. Good Charlotte. My impulse is to say it's either White Stripes, just because uh, that one song was so good and seems like it was like so ubiquitous and really amazing, and they're just generally really great, mm-hmm. or Coldplay, just because here we are in America in two thousand three, and Coldplay's everywhere. So I feel like, is it Coldplay? Is it the White Stripes? Is mm. it Coldplay? Is it the White Stripes? Jack White is sort of more of a character, more of a personality mm. than whatever Coldplay man is. So I'm going to say that the MTV higher-ups would want someone like Jack White on camera getting a surfboard. I say the mm. White Stripes. Final answer. Final answer, yes. Good Charlotte. Fuck. I'm sorry. <laughs> Benji and Joel Madden, folks. Benji and Joel Madden. I don't know if they wore the same amount of makeup as Rob Zombie, but I think <laughs> but they had makeup vibes. I think they had eyeliner, a lot of, at least plenty of eyeliner. Yeah. Uh, okay, eyeliner. What is a good Charlotte song? <laughs> hmm. What would good that, question. What would that be? Yeah. I, I don't know. I did just listen to Blink-182's Enema of the State, and it's nice. so it's so good. Yes. It is genuinely album. so, so good. But Amazing good Charlotte. Album. Good Charlotte, yeah. Good Charlotte. Dare we look it up real quick? 
Yeah, let's do it. Uh, just, right. I mean, just for some point of reference, just because, like, I know they are a band. Mm-hmm. They are they're... twin brothers. I think that they both did uh, Soul Cycle with Marina, my wife. Wait, uh, <laughs> wait. Yeah, yeah, that's true. That's we could true. Just let that, we could just let that go by. <laughs> so, oh, okay, got it. So, one, one of their songs is called the Anthem, and I think it says something okay. like. Um, this is your hands up. Throw all your hands up. You Got it. don't want to be just like you. Don't want to be. This is the anthem. Throw all your hands up. You don't want to be you. Billy. Unbelievable. So I think Unbelievable. that. I think that is that. Um, those bands loved telling us that they didn't want to be us. Yeah. Or I don't even like, know we, if I was them or if I was who they didn't want to be. Who, but they sure didn't want to be someone. They're speaking for me. And are they saying that I also don't want to be me? It's just like, what's, <laughs> I don't, it's hard to sort of track the pronouns there. And then they had another song called Lifestyles of the Rich and Famous. And that just is already cringy. Yes. It just Lifestyles feels. of the Rich and Famous. Yeah. Yeah. Um, all right. Yeah. So that's, a, that's some good Charlotte. They were the biggest band, according to 17-year-olds and under. In 2003. I, uh, I did not have my finger on the pulse at the time. Um, okay, Billy, I'm going to get you with choice movie chemistry. Chemistry. Okay. 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 So we have... Okay. Mm-hmm. Okay, we have mm-hmm. Kelly, Kelly Clarkson and Justin Guarini from oh, yeah. Justin... Infor- <laughs> from Justin to Kelly. <laughs> Correct. Yeah, that we was have- a, a bomb. Yeah, big bomb. Yep. Derek Richardson and Eric Christian Olsen in Dumb and Dumberer when Harry met Lloyd. Yikes. That's Yikes a alert. lot of words. Yikes That's alert. a lot of words. Not Jim Carrey and not Jeff Daniels in the bad version of the good movie. <laughs> Correct. We have Queen Latifah and Eugene Levy bringing down the off. house. Damn. Okay, I thought it was set it <laughs> off. We have Anna Paquin and a person named Sean Ashmore in mm-hmm. X2, X-Men United. Mm-hmm. We have... Tay Diggs and Sana Lathan in Brown Sugar. Ooh, we yeah. have the original Jim Carrey and Morgan Freeman, Bruce Almighty. Oh, yeah. We have Ben Affleck and Jennifer Garner, Love mm. Connection, in Daredevil. Oh, and and that, then we have, which is an interesting choice for movie chemistry, and I don't mean to t- poke fun here, but Paul Walker, Too Fast, Too Furious. He is the chemistry? Correct. Wait. Correct. Who is he, who is he doing the chemistry experiment with? That's right. Paul Walker <laughs> just had some chemistry. <laughs> I, well, <laughs> I, again, okay. Tell me what you think. I think I think that we can. I think I can deduce what was going on here. Um, okay. But tell me what you think. So again, it's. I, I won't. I, if you want a rundown, I can give you a rundown. But also, you can just tell me. Um, I am going to guess it was um, Ben Affleck and Jennifer Garner in Too Fast, Too Furious. Ben Affleck and Jennifer Gardner in Daredevil. Okay, it was, in fact, Paul Walker in Too Fast, Too Furious. And I, you got to think that he died that year and it was a tribute, right? Okay. You just got to think that, like, that's what, it, what was happening. They put him in the chemistry category? Very odd that they didn't make its own thing about it. I agree. Very odd way to commemorate someone's uh, memory. Very it doesn't odd. feel like 1A and 1B to say, did you like seeing Ben Affleck and Jennifer Garner kiss? Or did Paul Walker die? <laughs> It's like, how are we comparing the two? It just feels like two very different things. Apples and kumquats, I would say. Very, very two totally different things. So, yeah. But Paul Walker, um, congratulations to Paul Walker. He won Best Chemistry. Hmm, too fast, is, too furious. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That is just old-fashioned weird. Um, before we go into the act break, you know, Ben Affleck and Jennifer Lopez dated. 
and it yeah. was a big thing, and yeah. it got a big nickname, and that big nickname was Benifer. Oh, yeah, that's right. Celebrity couple names were a thing like 20, 25 years ago. And yes, that's right. I am only realizing now that poor Jennifer Garner didn't also get the Benefer moniker. They yeah, exactly. were Benefer worthy. I'm surprised that they didn't go Benefer 2.0, or maybe they did, and I'm just realizing now. Are they still married? No. Yes. I don't know. <laughs> yes, no, I don't know. Maybe don't that know. is an act break. Do you want to make a bet? Would you like to would you, let's let's make a pre- yeah, let's act make a break. Bet. I'm going yeah. to guess that they are no longer together. Okay, in that case I'm going to say yes, happily married. Okay. <laughs> Lovely. <laughs> Lovely. All right, cool. So we'll go into an act break now. We'll come back and find out if they are still together or not. Did be, Great. If, did he did he uh, make a second benefit survive? Uh, exactly. Um, Should but we, first, Adam, what song? Yes. What song? Should we play this song? What was the – I think that we've talked about this on the podcast before, but what was the J-Lo video that Ben Affleck was in? And it was like oh, paparazzi. No. Remember oh, that? No. It was like when they were together. It might have been – Was it a good love, song? Love, was it Love Don't Cost a Thing? Was that J-Lo? But there was like the <laughs> – um, and it was like when they were together and it was like My the fake paparazzi footage. You can think it was like You can double down be I think even if you were gone, my love don't cost a thing. It might have been that, or it might have been Jenny from the block, but I'm pretty sure it was What about love don't cost a thing? Great song. You walk the way you talk. Which do we think Affleck was in? I'm pretty sure if my memory serves, which it frequently does not, but if my memory serves, I'm pretty sure it was either Jenny from the Block or Love Don't Cost a Thing. I'm pretty sure it was Love Don't Cost a Thing, but I could be wrong. Okay. So I'm torn because Jenny from the Block is a better song, but what do well, you Well, let's say? play that. Mm, yeah. You sure? Yeah. Jenny from the Block is a better song. Okay. It is. There might even be a remix that Fat Joe is on. it. So let's Hell see. Yeah. If there is that, we will play that. But there will be Sick. some sort of Jenny from the Block type song coming into your speakers in three, two. Children.
cash checks So don't be fooled by the rocks that I got the assets You get back what you put out Even if you take the good route Can't count the hood out After a while you'll know who to blend with Just keep it real with the ones you came in with Best thing to do is stay low Locks and J-Lo's They act like they don't but they know Welcome back to the No Joke Podcast. That was J-Lo, Jenny from the Block. Don't be fooled by the rocks that she's got. She's still, she's still Jenny from the Block. That's right. Um, now, Billy, I have some breaking news again regarding the status of Ben Affleck and Jennifer Garner, a.k.a. the anti-Benifer. Benifer 2.0. Jennifer 2.0. Mm-hmm. Um, ben Affleck and Jennifer Garner met, first met in 2000 while filming a movie. They began mm. dating in 2004, got married in 2005, and officially got divorced <gasps> in 2018, Bill. Two years ago. And more recently, Ben Affleck told the New York Times that his divorce from Jennifer Garner was, quote, the biggest regret of his life. Damn. 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 What can we do, Adam? I, I don't know. Maybe... Um, you suggested right. that I send John Cusack a thank you card, a right. handwritten thank you card, and mailed it to him. Do you think that maybe you and I mail Jennifer Garner a piece of mail, and on mm-hmm. that piece of mail we write, do you like Ben, circle one, with the words yes and no underneath, do you like Ben? It's pretty good. Yeah, exactly. Three years later, she's had some time to think about it, um, mm-hmm. and Maybe she's had a change of heart, and I think it's essentially at this point on us to figure it out. Mm-hmm. Yes. Yeah. All right. So if anyone has Jennifer Garner's email, please send it to <laughs> nojokepod at gmail.com, or you can tweet Jennifer Garner's email address or home address, more ideally, to <laughs> at nojokepod on Twitter. Uh, while we are just going through those things, please subscribe to the podcast. Easiest way for us to get it to you every Friday. Yep. Um, you can rate, review. You can subscribe. You can do all those good things, but we do appreciate it. Adam, 2003, we were talking the 2003 Teen Choice Awards. We've yes, already sir. talked about 2004. We've already talked about 2000, uh, 1999. Correct. Should we, should we get back into some music? Obviously. Let's go into, hmm, let's go into a song. Let's not go okay. artist. Okay. So dealer's choice. We have okay. choice rock track. We have choice okay. rap track. We have okay. choice R&B hip hop track. Okay. And then we have choice single. Like, give me the single. What's the okay. top? What's the top single? Straight up. Yeah. Good. Good one. Yeah. First one. Work it by Missy Elliott. Damn. Underneath it all. Ooh. By No ooh. Doubt. Oh yeah, that was a good song. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Go shorty. It's your birthday. Into okay. club. Fifty cent. Fifty cent. Fifty cent. Yep. They're only getting bigger, folks. Cry me a river. Justin Timberlake. Massive. Massive. Big. Timberland on the beat. Then yeah. we have another monster. Bump, bump, bump by B2K. Bump, bump. How, how does that one go? By bump, by, bump, by, bump. Oh, right. Of course. <laughs> yes, by B2K. <laughs> then we have okay. a song called Beautiful by Christina Aguilera. It was sure. a, a ballad, a powerhouse ballad. 
tear jerker. Yeah. Then then we have Skater Boy, spelled S K H E R B O I by see Avril. See you later, boy. Yep. Yeah. He was a skater boy. He said, "See you later, boy." He wasn't yep. good enough for her. <laughs> <laughs> loved, I loved how that's how that song ends. It's just like this open note. He wasn't good enough for her. Like, think about that. <laughs> just dot, dot, dot. And finally, All I Have, Jennifer Lopez featuring LL Cool J. Okay, I have no idea how that song goes, but I'm pretty certain. I'm not certain, but I I am gonna sort of I'm, I'm gonna sort of ride the Timberlake train here and say "Cry Me a River" was the 2003 Teen Choice Award Best Single. Final if you answer. and I were 17 years old, we both would have given it our vote. However, we were probably 22 or so, Definitely, and yes. so we were out of the loop. Oof. And when I say out of the loop, we didn't know that he wasn't good enough for her. For her. It was Avril. the most powerful line of 2003. Avril. Nice. Making Skater Boy the choice single of the 2003 Teen Congratulations, Choice Award. Congratulations. 17 years later, Avril Lavigne, uh, you did it. You earned it. Congrats. She That's married huge. She married Nickelback? She married Chad Kroger? Is that correct? My brother, if I, I have truly no idea. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah, but let's say yeah. Yeah, she did. So let's actually find out if Avril Lavigne and Chad Kroger... A, okay. had a relationship, B, are still together, or C, okay. got divorced. Okay, Adam, here we go. So you look it up and also tell me what you think the answer is. I'm going to say that it is all of the above. They did have a relationship, they did get married, and they did get divorced. What do you think? Uh, I think that they di- did get married, that they that they are still married to this day. Okay, nice. You're, okay. Such, a, you're such a hopeful optimist. I'm, okay. I'm an optimist, uh, and I have my answer. Okay. Uh, Nickelback frontman Chad Kroger, who I'm seeing for the first time and looks exactly like what you think he would. <laughs> uh, <laughs> he is a frosted blonde tip, the person. Yes. Uh, he is a yes. frosted man. Frosted blonde man. Uh, okay, so they... Um, are, are separated after two years of marriage. Wow. Yeah. I'm separated. really up on my divorcees. Yeah, you really have your finger on the pulse. They tied the knot in 2013 and divorced in 2015. And for Damn. an extra little tidbit, before she was dating Chad Kroger, she was uh, married to some 41's front man, Derek Wibley. I think so. I knew that. And I've seen Derek Wibley at a, a Lakers <laughs> game, and he looked 600 years old. <laughs> He's a vampire. I don't Amazing. mean to speak ill of someone's appearance, but when I saw him, my first thought was, I wonder how old that guy is. And then I looked yeah. and I was like, that's some 41. He's like 28, <laughs> but he's 400. 400 years a old. fascinating fellow. A rock and roll lifestyle will do that to you. You age, baby. You age. Yeah. He, yeah. Was, he was some 41. Um, he was Adam. <laughs> he was some 41. Adam, do you want to give really? me maybe one? How about you give me one more choice movie moment and I'll give you one more choice music moment. Okay, great. I'm going to give you a category that could only exist in a goofy award show like the Teen Choice Awards. Best movie hissy fit. Okay, best so you didn't movie. go with best movie lip lock. I thought oh, we no, would get lock. a smooch. Okay, no, the best hissy fit of 2003. Adam, what is a hissy fit? Give me your definition of hissy fit. A freak out. Uh, um, a freak out. Uh, a, an anger. An angry outburst. Okay, that's good. Uh, yep. A pouty angry outburst. Okay, good. So we have literal comedy legend Steve Martin in the movie Bringing Down the House. Shocking. Mm, okay. okay. Ashton Kutcher in a movie called Just Married. Okay. Lucy Liu in the movie Chicago. Jack Nick Jack the Chicago. Jack Nicholson in a movie called Anger Management. Oh, Anger huh. Management. Uh-huh. Uh Adam Sandler in the movie Anger Management. Now we're talking. K 
Kate Hudson, How to Lose a Guy in 10 Days, mm. Sandra Bullock in a movie called Two Weeks Notice, mm-hmm. and finally, Michael Constantine in My Big Fat Greek Wedding. So, so some legends here. Steve Martin, yeah, Jack really Nicholson. Yeah, really aged up. Really yeah. aged up category for the Teen Choice Awards. <laughs> yeah, exactly. I exactly. feel like I have seen many an image of Adam Sandler holding one of those surfboards in big shorts and a bigger sweatshirt. So I'm yep. going to say that in the movie Anger Management, he had an all-time freakout, the biggest <laughs> hissy fit of 2003. If you were to say that, and it sounds like you're saying that, you would be speaking truth to power, my friend. Congratulations, that's correct. Really? So it wasn't Michael Constantine from the Daredevil's Revenge? Or it was, it, oh, it was my big, fat, fat Greek wedding. Except my big, fat Greek wedding door was at Sandy Bullock in a movie called Two Weeks Notice, which might as well could be a movie for all I know. But yeah, no, Adam Sandler, anger management, you nailed it, Billy. Kudos. Kudos to me. Adam, one last category, and then we'll wrap this puppy up. Beautiful. All right, let's see. Um, Choice breakout music artist, choice love song. Choice love song. Yeah, you want to enter the high? Or then there is also, Adam, choice summer song, which is kind of our thing. I feel like we should maybe do our thing, and I think I already might know what it is. Wow. Let's Uh, see if you know what it is. Okay. This band comes up a lot in this podcast. Okay. For two guys <laughs> it- who had never heard of them, don't really know much about them. We've said this a lot. The can song I guess called- before you say anything? Yes, you can. Hoobas think? Close. Evanescence. Okay. <laughs> oh, God. Love the stank. Love Sarah the Glock McLaughlin. <laughs> bring, me, bring me to life. Evanescence. Okay. Bring me back to, bring me back, back to, back to, baby. Bring me back to all those things we had. I don't really think any of that. All right. So bring me to life, Evanescence. Great. Get Busy, Get Busy by Sean Paul. Okay. Right There by Chingy. Okay. Rock With You, Aw Baby, Ashanti. Okay. Shake Your Tail Feather, Nelly, Diddy, and Murphy Lee. That feels like a big one. Crazy in Love, Beyonce yeah. featuring Jay-Z. That was my guess, yes. Okay. 21 Questions, 50 Cent featuring Nate Dogg. I don't think I know that one off the top of my head, but I think that... And our last, is, and oh. our last okay. song, Choice Summer Song, Adam, yes. Where is the Love, The Black Eyed Peas. Ooh, late entry. Mm-hmm. Okay, so to me it is obviously between uh, Black Eyed Peas and Crazy in Love. I can't imagine it's anything except for Crazy in Love. I just can't imagine that the uh, best summer song of that summer would be anything but Crazy in Love. Crazy in Love, final answer. Final answer is Crazy in Love, and it is correct. Yes, of course. Ding, ding, ding. Adam, that song has been um, covered well on our podcast. I don't remember what episode it was, but on the Beyonce episode, I spent probably a good 20 minutes recapping what it was like to be her publicists and therefore her, to a certain extent, intern for one summer while Crazy in Love was popping off. Massive song. Massive, massive song. Um, I believe that one of – I'm pretty sure that we may have even done the 2003 Summer Anthems. I believe that we've done 2003 Summer Anthems, so I wouldn't be surprised if we touched on Crazy in Love in that episode as well. We've lost our cotton-picking minds. That is – what are we doing with these 2003, 2004? We love the mid-aughts. It's crazy (laughs) of us. Well, we did another one, Adam. Nice, Bill. <laughs> we survived another No Joke podcast. Uh, it wasn't 2004. It. I'd be curious to listen back to the 2014 Choice Awards and see which one we did a better job with. Yeah, exactly. Which one were we sort of more, more innately invested in? But, I mean, and we left a lot of categories on the table here. There's 
dozens more categories yeah, uh, that we're not going to get into. Yeah. So you'll probably get a 2003 Teen Choice Awards Part 2 and 3 in the coming weeks, so keep an ear out. Definitely. But for the No Joke Podcast, I am Billy Scafiori. I'm Adam Lustig. And like always, we will talk to you next week. Thank you so much. That was a HeadGum Podcast.